Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, welcome back to Seeking Witchcraft. I'm your host, Ashley, and today I have on a special guest, Gigi McGree. Hi. 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 Gigi is an EDM artist who recently finished starring in and scoring a new film named Dead Hot, featuring both Gigi herself and her BFF, Vanessa Hudgens, as they explore witchcraft, spirituality, and all things occult in Salem, Massachusetts. So thanks so much, Gigi, for coming on the show today. Of course, of course. <laughs> Could you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about your background? So I am Gigi McGree. I'm Australian. I started music probably like 10 years ago, and I moved to LA probably six years ago. And since I moved to LA, I have been traveling the world and, you know, just playing a bunch of shows and releasing a ton of music. And now I am in a movie, which is so sick. And the movie's about witchcraft and spirituality and, you know, feminine divinity and all the things that I'm so proud to be. That's awesome. Yeah, I before we started recording, uh, Gigi and I were talking briefly and I was telling her it's that uh, I used to be involved in the EDM world myself. And it's it's just a small world, like the oh, EDM yeah. world and the witchcraft world. When when I got this this notice about you know us coming together, I was like, oh my god, it's such a small <laughs> world. <laughs> my EDM life, my podcast life are combining into one, and I was really excited about it's it. It's so funny because I feel like you know, yeah. Whenever I do like you know like even chatting with you like and like having met you before, and it's just like I think like. I think people meet each other like oh people circulate each other a lot that are supposed to meet or supposed to have like some form of connection and it's like some maybe maybe the first time you don't grab onto it but the second time you're like oh this is why we're supposed to meet yeah yeah those moments of meeting people and you're like I feel like I've met this person yeah. before like I feel like I know them on some level that's yeah yeah definitely yeah, been there <laughs> there a lot <laughs> So let's talk a bit about your background and how you got to the point of filming Dead Hot. So when did you first become interested in the craft? You know, how did you first find out about this? Let's let's take it all back and go to where we are today. <laughs> Basically, so growing up as a kid, my mom, um, my mom has always like spoken with mediums and things like that. So I kind of started doing it when I was younger. I've had my I, I like to work like I like to work with the dead a lot, obviously. Like my best friend passed away when I was like 18 years old. And my grandmother passed away very suddenly when I was like, I think 15 years old. Um, and they were two people that were really close to me. So like in in that spectrum, like when I was younger, like I would always have like, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but like I would sit down and like I would feel someone touching me and I could feel that it was them. And then like I would have these moments where like I'd be driving and their face would flash in front of my face. And like, you know, this is, this is, this is going back a couple of years. And like, I wasn't really in touch with my spirituality or anything like that. Then like I, I, I saw mediums, I spoke to them, but I didn't realize in myself that like, 
I kind of like had something that I could tap into or like knew that I wanted to tap into. I think it wasn't, wasn't until like the pandemic, you know, I, I started, you know, doing tarot and things like that and started to get a little bit more into my spirituality. But during the pandemic, like when I was able to take a complete pause from life and like really sit down and think about what I wanted to do, was I able to kind of like be like, oh, okay. Like I've always wanted to do witchcraft. Like, as I said, like I am a self-taught witch. So it's like, I kind of just make things up as I go and like whatever feels good, I kind of do. Um, and then I love to work with like a lot of, um, I like to work with a lot of spirits because for me, that is like, that's the easiest thing to feel. That's the easiest thing for me to see. That's the easiest way to, for me to get guidance. That's like, you know, that's just like, that's my way of tapping in and I feel like that's what I feel the closest to for some reason which is probably like the darkest shit but like you know whatever so yeah me and Vanessa we were kind of like spending a lot of time together obviously we were living together back um you know we both broke up with our exes and we moved in together and we were like watching a lot of the simple life and just kind of hanging out one day we we're in the pool and we were just chatting about like what we would want to do if we did a tv show because our personality is like together are quite large you know like we're kind of like I'm a little bit more crazier than she is she's a little bit you know like she's like the one where I'm like I want to go do this like let's go jump off a building and she's like okay well instead of jumping off a building like why don't we go do this and this and this so it's like wait we have a really nice balance of our personalities together and we were just chatting about like what we would want to do if we did a show and we've always you know we love ghosts we love the spirit world we love witchcraft like she's also a self-taught witch so it was like, man, it would be so cool if we could go ghost hunting. So we met with like an amazing fucking production company, Bunny and Murray. God, I love them so much. And we made a test pilot in um, this place called Ion, which is in Sacramento. And basically a lot of crazy shit happened to us. And after that, we kind of were like, okay, I feel like we need to know a little bit like more how to protect ourselves and like what happens if something really bad happens and you know we kind of we had a kind of a, a rewind moment after we did that and we were like okay like let's get more into like the reason as to why we're witches and and where all this stems from and why why do we have this calling to need to know all these things and to connect with the dead um so then we came up with the movie dead heart um and the whole process was really natural you know we didn't I think that's the beauty in witchcraft and in spirituality and also like trusting the universe is just like, we just kind of let it do its thing. And we made this amazing, beautiful baby. That's awesome. I have so many things I want to touch upon what you said. I keep going and then I'm like, I should give her a moment to talk because I can literally talk anyone underwater. Oh no, I, I can do the same, believe me. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, no, so first of all, working with spirits, love that. Um, that is definitely a a really big thing in witchcraft. Um, big fan of doing that. So that's not a crazy thing. Do not worry about that. One of the other things you mentioned was coming together kind of in 2020 and looking deeper into this. I feel like 2020, when the pandemic started and a lot of people started spending more time at home, that's really, really when a lot of people started looking deeper into their spirituality. I know for my podcast, like the numbers were doing pretty good before the, the pandemic, but they really, really spiked when the pandemic happened. I had a lot of people hit me up during that. 
And, you know, a lot of people had more free time and they were really starting to look at the things that were important to them when they're stuck at home. Oh. And I think um, a lot of people kind of came into their own in terms of witchcraft during the pandemic. I feel like, you know, as humans, we're all just really looking to connect to something. And it's like, I feel mm -hmm. like when we take the time and take a pause into actually figuring out what, like, what turns us on and what turns us off and like who we are at the core. And, and, you know, I think also giving like a lot of praise to the environment because it's like, you know, I feel like we were doing so much and we, we still continuously do so much damage to this world. But when the world got a break from a lot of things, you know, I feel like we started to, it, it started to feel, even though it was crazy and it was, we're going through like the craziest time in the, I think we'll ever go through on this earth, but um, what I'll ever go through during my lifetime, it was, there was so much beauty in it you know definitely one of the other things i i think this was one of my favorite parts of the entire film and i say parts because it happened over multiple occasions but i really loved seeing you and vanessa when you kind of came together and were doing like that breath work of centering yourself and either beginning a, a ritual or like closing out a space um kind of like that intimate moment that you would have in that that is something that, you know, I have experienced myself with my own coven. And that's such like a raw form of emotion and like an openness to other people and to the spirits around you or closing off if you're trying to leave some place. Yeah. And I don't know, like I've experienced it myself. So I know what it's like to stand in that moment, but like seeing other people do it, I'm like, oh, I know exactly like what they're feeling and what they're going through. And like, I just like want to go do witchcraft in my coven now. So I, I know that's <laughs> Feeling I too. think that's why we, we did this movie to like inspire people. I mean, you know, I think it's a great showcase of friendship. And I think it's also, it's, we want to inspire people that, you know, we're self-taught witches. We don't really know too much about it. So that's why we went and did the research and, and went and met with a bunch of people so that if you're looking to get into it, like this is, this is your, I guess your, 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 like your first how-to version you know because we that's that that's all we were trying to do and that's all we're trying to do and I think that um sorry one of my cats just went crazy yeah I think that that is like the beauty and I don't know I've just lost track of what I'm talking about but um yeah <laughs> just like, sorry I had a cat here I'm like what is that it's okay I have two cats myself and I'm pretty sure when I did the introduction of a loud ass car drove by <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great. You know, I did one episode once, one time uh, with my two friends who also have witchcraft related podcast. And we did a whole episode about like possessions and paranormal experiences. And what was really funny is uh, when I was talking, somebody um, made a review after and they said something like, oh my gosh, there was a really spooky noise when they told this one story. And I listened back. I was like, what was the spooky noise? It was a car. You're doing like, you're talking about like working with spirits or like the paranormal world or witchcraft. People like, if they hear something, they're like, what is that? And you're like, it's just a car. You know, like, it's so funny because I feel like even in the space, like even myself, sometimes I can scare myself. Like, you know, like I'll be working, like I do a lot of work on a Ouija board because like that is you know, that for me is the easiest way to connect with the spirits um, and like with, with, you know, um, the other, the other side, because my, I, my grandma passed it very suddenly. And like, for me, she always comes through. So whenever I need 
clarity on like something or like guidance on anything. And, and also my spirit guides, like, Oh my God, I had the craziest fucking thing happen to me the other day. So like, um, the deities that I worship, I worship, I worship, um, Persephone and Diana. And I, 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 oh, I, oh, love that. I love those. Yeah. Too. They're just, they're just, there's something about, um, I'm a, I'm a plant mommy. So like, I like, I propagate a lot of my own, pl- like I started doing this before I got into witchcraft as well. And I had no idea why. I just like, I'm obsessed with making plants and I'm obsessed with propagating plants. And my, my body is like very, um, like my stomach and, and my emotions play within each other. So it's like, say if I'm like super anxious, my stomach will go fucking crazy. Or it's like, it's, it's all super connected. And one thing that I love about, um, Persephone and, and Diana is like, you know, the harvesting of the crops and, and their health and things like that. And like, that's something that called to me straight away. Um, Persephone is the goddess of the underworld. And I, I just love her story with Hades too. Cause it's like, it's just so beautiful. But, um, I was working with my Ouija board and I called upon Persephone and I have never had this happen where I, I, I was like, Persephone, is this you? And, you know, I moved to yes. And then I just started laughing, like out of control laughing. And I felt so happy. And then I was like, do you have a message for me? And she gave me my message. And I just felt like I couldn't stop laughing. And, and that was the first time I've, I've had her come through in a way that felt so clear. Like I, she, she's a new one for me. I've been working with Diana a little bit more than her, but Persephone's a new one. And, um, that was a really cool moment because it's like, I don't know, you can't really, like, obviously, you know, the feeling like you can't really explain it to people. I'm just like sitting outside using my Ouija board, dying of laughter and like, just like giggling and being like, Oh, you like, you know, and I'm sure if like my neighbor saw me, you would be like, this girl is psycho, but like. I don't know. It's witchcraft is such a feeling. It's such a, and it, and it is so infectious and it, and it takes over you and it makes you feel so happy. And it can also make you feel so sad and it, it, you know, it can, it can, it all comes within and it is such a, an addictive, crazy thing. Yeah. I'm nobody can see us. We're on video, but the video is not being recorded, but we're looking at each other and I'm like over here, like, almost laughing myself because I, I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like, <laughs> Experience that myself. It's, it's so addictive because it's like, you can't explain it. And it's like, I think there's so much magic in the unexplainable. And also you can't see it and like, you can't hear it, but it's a fucking feeling. And it's like, yep. only yep. you get that. That is such a personal thing. And it's, I don't know. It's just the coolest shit in the fucking world, man. It's so cool. Yeah. One of the things I always tell listeners on the podcast is that not to be an armchair witch. So somebody who reads a lot of books about witchcraft, but then never gets up and does a ritual or listens to the podcast, but doesn't actually, you know, use any of the exercises or tools or whatever is presented. Because I think it's really easy to fall into that trap of just like reading so much about this because it's so interesting. But sometimes the hardest thing is getting up and actually doing the ritual, but you have to do it. I have a bunch of, you know, like I have my altar over here and like, Ooh, it's very it, it reminds me of the movie the craft like that looks like i'm sorry to everybody who cannot see this but um they like do a ritual and like they show all these candles in a corner and it, like it looks yeah, like yeah, that yeah when they're in the um that <laughs> are you talking about the part where they're in the girls um the the shop the bedroom oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah like i i have all the books i have all the things but for me it's like 
whenever I'm doing it, I just make it up as I go. And it's like, that's something that I really, really like leaned into more because like, it's like anything like it's, it's a, it's trusting yourself. Like that's really how you get to your highest version of yourself, which I think that's what every human is trying. The goal is, is to be the best version of themselves to yeah your highest self. Like that's, that's the goal. And I feel like the only way to do that is to really listen to yourself. I think that, I think it's good that, you know, you, you do a lot of background work and things like that. But I think at the end of the day, like, it's just really about trusting yourself, you know? Yeah. And I think that when I've encountered a lot of people who are more of like on the armchair, witch side of not getting up and actually doing the thing, like doing the ritual, practicing the magic, it's because people have feelings of self-doubt or wanting to do the right thing or having this fear they're going to conjure the devil himself and like, you know, something terrible is going to happen. But, you know, witchcraft can involve a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And it's like, I think because I'm so open to the failures of it that I never really see anything as a failure. Like, for sure, I have done millions and millions of spells. Have many of them come true? No. But it's that's not it. Like, it's not about being like, oh, my God, like, I want to meet the love of my life. When is my soulmate coming? It's not about that. It's it's about the feeling that you have when you do that spell. And I think that that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like the magic is you and it's the magic that you put out there. It's not the magic isn't the gift that you're given. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. It's- yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast before, but and I, you haven't heard it. Um, one time when I was training in my outer court before I got initiated, we had to run our own ritual and I had everything planned out perfectly. And at the last moment, something really like tripped me up and I, I rushed the ritual. Like I just like lost my focus and it was really a huge train wreck. It was really awful. And I was so embarrassed and so upset about it because I planned for so long. But then years later... I was actually running my own outer court for the coven now I lead. And it was so funny. I did this whole outer court ritual with them. And at the very end, we were sitting around just drinking wine and In talking. <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of looked around and I was like, oh my God, you know, the last time I ran an outer court ritual or one of the last times I ran out of court. No, it was like the last time I ran out of court ritual. It was a disaster. And this time I wasn't even nervous. Like I wasn't yeah. scared about anything. And I didn't even realize I'd overcome that barrier and like that embarrassment that I'd felt all those years prior. And it was really powerful. And so in the moment, even though I felt like shit <laughs> when it happened, I don't see it as a failure because it was something I've been able to look back on to this day and be like, wow, I've really grown so much in the craft. And yeah, it was I great. think that that's like, it's like anything, like it's like, you know, one of the my, my most hated things is like when you say to someone like, oh, like, you know, I have like witch tattooed on my hand, on my on my wrist and people see that and they're like, oh, don't hex me. And you're like, really, do you think I would want to waste my energy on you? Because that's another thing, like witchcraft takes a lot of energy, like it fucking, it takes a lot, like, and some nights, you know, when it's a full moon or a new moon, I don't have the energy to do the work. And, you know, Diana, she, she works like the the, the best in, in the moon cycle. So it's like, sometimes I'm sitting down and I'm like, oh man, like, you know, I, I don't have the energy, but you know, I've, I've been, since been working with her, like I've done some pretty cool stuff and some really cool stuff has happened for people around me. And I'm like, wow, like, I was like, is it me? Am I doing it? <laughs> you know? And I think that that is another great gift in witchcraft is like, 
I never look at it for stuff that I can do for myself. Most of the time it's stuff that I can do for others or it's like messages that I'm getting for others. It's never really messages for myself. It's usually always for others. I think what's interesting about witchcraft is once you start dabbling in this practice, like a lot of people kind of start flocking to either that are also interested in witchcraft or like somebody that all of a sudden you're like, I think I have something I need to tell you. Like, I don't know, something's coming through for you. It's just like weird how that starts to happen. Like people start becoming attracted to Yeah, I always like, whenever I get messages for people, I'm always like, I don't know what this means, but like, I just got, you know, I, I, I saw like, I had a premonition of this or you came through my dream or whatever it is. And, you know, they usually look at me like I'm crazy and they're like, whatever. And then they'll be like, oh my God, Gigi, this happened. And I'm like, I know. Like, I don't, I I never explain to people too much because I want them to feel it for the first time themselves also, you know what I mean? And plus, like, I don't need to, I don't, I don't need to like them to accept what I'm telling them. I just tell them. Yeah. Sometimes that confirmation though, you're just like, oh, there's not that shit feels so good. You're literally like, I just want to go sit there and be like, "Uh uh-huh. I already know. And then I'm like, in my inner like child is going, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. That or um, one of my favorite things in the craft is when unexpected things happen in like a magical mm. way. I It happened to me last night. Okay. So like, this is like a very minor one, but like, I am talking to this boy right now, right? And I didn't talk to him all day yesterday. And then I was like, he didn't even write back to the cute one that I put up of my cat. And then I like looked at my phone like an hour later and he'd written back to me like, oh my God, your cat is so fucking cute. And I was like, oh, I already knew that he did that. Like, I don't know. It's a minor one, but like, I knew that that would, I knew that he would write back. I don't know if that's a witchy thing or if that's just me being a psychopath, but like I knew that he would write back to that. And my intuition, when I, when I, when I thought of that, I looked at it and he had, he had already written back. I don't know. I could just be overanalyzing it. Sometimes we overanalyze things, but usually I'm pretty good with things like that. You know, I can actually give a really perfect example. That's perfect for this episode. Um, maybe two weeks or so before we got connected, I was thinking to myself, like, you know, I think it'd be really cool to have on somebody in the occult realm who is a musical artist. And so I had like some ideas in the back of my head, but I was like, I don't know. I'm like scared to reach out to people. What if they say no? (laughs) And then I got the email from your PR person and I was just like, this is even better than I thought because this is now like both of my old world, my EDM world and like my podcast. And I was like, this is actually perfect. Um, And so, but it was funny, like the whole two weeks prior to that, I just kept thinking like, I should really like reach out to somebody like I really want to do like an artist thing like I think that'd be really cool to have on the show and then yeah I mean it's just like it's like anything like I always say let the universe take the wheel because it is that's when the that's when the true magic happens you know I feel like as humans we try and force so many things into boxes and it's like after doing this movie I have surrendered like I now like yeah I I fully fight for things that I know like at my core are mine but like, or like, you know, my goals and things like that. But most of the time, like when things go wrong and in life, a lot of shit goes wrong. Like now I'm just like, hands up. I don't care. You know, because it's like the universe has you. And, and I think within doing that, it it gives you, you know, I always see things as like, you have two roads to take, right. Or maybe three roads to take. And I feel like when you surrender to everything, the universe just like almost picks you up and just puts you on the right road. Yeah. Or if you're working with Hecate. Yeah. 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 
like literally <laughs> that's uh that's Vanessa's um she works with Hikate a lot yeah yeah she's a she's a hell of a DD to work yeah. with <laughs> I've worked with her myself so I I don't know too much about her um as I said like yeah, I, I only know what Vanessa's told me, but I'm I'm a Persephone and Diana girl. And I know Diana is so stubborn, man. Every time I've like, when I work with her and I ask her, like, I'm like, really? I feel this like instant, like, why are you asking me that? You already know the answer. And I'm like, damn, man. You know, like, whereas Persephone's more like, <laughs> just more like light which I weird to me because she's like the goddess of the underworld, but whatever. I will say if in the future you ever decide to work with Akate, um, she likes her own altar. She does not like to share. Wow. <laughs> and she will cause some, some havoc if you try to put all three of them together or anybody else with her. So just so you know. Wow. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Nice to know. Yeah. I just got a, um, I have like a statue of Diana and I just got my Persephone one. It's on its way. Cause like Ooh. I asked, I asked the board um, when I was talking to her and I was like, is there anything that, you know, um, I can get, um, for you to one, to, to like you to feel more a part in my life and to connect to you easy. And she said, I want a statue. And I was like, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. I got you. Um, so yeah, it was, that was the craziest when I, I did that last Tuesday and I can't even tell you the things that were happening. Like, it was just like, I was just laughing and it was just like, She's like, you know, I love you. You know, I know you see me. You know, I see you. And it's just like this, when it was, it was just moved so fast. And it's like, when I was like, is there anything I can get you? It's like a statue. And it's like, I'm like, is there anyone that's trying to come through? And it's like Beverly and that's my grandma. And it's just like, you know, sometimes when you're working with a, have you ever worked with a Ouija board? Yeah. Do you like working with a Ouija board? I have like four Ouija boards in my apartment. It's like that is my life. There's so many yes. of them. I have so many crazy Ouija board stories. I, I actually like have never had a crazy story. Like, you know, sometimes when I'm using it, it comes through and it's like evil, the devil and says things like that. But spirits are so playful. And it's like, you know, again, it goes back to the feeling and it's like, you know, when something bad is happening. And most of the time I'm like, I just like banish it and then I like, you know, sage it and then I get, you know, clean the space and make sure that nothing evil is going to come through. And then, you know, I reopen it up again. But um, I've never had anything crazy happen. Oh, I have. Um, I can give you a quick story. Um, long story short, um, I was working for this other EDM company. And we had this festival that we were throwing called Nightmare Festival. And I found out the property they were going to use. This was the very first time they were going to have this festival. The property was on a old part of like the Underground Railroad. And it was very, very haunted. <laughs> Apparently like ghost like shows and stuff had like gone to this property before. So the house that was on the property had people die there and, you know, all the basic ghost things. Right. <laughs> you know? So I use my Ouija board up there, had a lot of crazy stories happen. Um, this actually doesn't completely involve me. The next, or I think it was the same year, regardless, it happened on this property. A friend of a friend that I did not know that well got wind that the property was haunted. And so she brought a Ouija board and she wasn't in the main house, but she was camping near it. And she started talking to this spirit and these initials of Z-O, Z-O, so Zozo, but like apparently Zozo is like a thing with Ouija boards, but whatever. So she got these initials. So I find out about it later and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Don't, that's fine. It's nice that she got that. 
And so I'm still I'm sitting in the main house of this property where like all the staff were, like none of like the patrons were allowed in this house. And it was a super, super old house, like definitely had lead paint on the walls. <laughs> like not not really safe for people. But it was it was around for a long time. I'm in this living room and I'm looking up at the fireplace. I'm talking to one of my friends and I I look at her and I'm like, why is there a trophy sitting in here? Like that's kind of weird. They have this in this house. And she looks at me and she's like, Ashley, that's not a trophy. And I was like, well, what is it? She's like, that's an urn. And I was like, that's an urn. So I'm like, what? So I get up and I go to look at this urn and there's a nameplate on it. And the fucking name was like a Polish name. And the initials were Z-O-Z-O. And I was like, I think, I think my friend talked to the spirit. Oh, that's uh, crazy. I took a picture of it because yeah. I was so like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I love it when stuff like that happens. Cause again, it's just like, it's the connection. Like, I don't know, like witchcraft, I feel like is such a personal thing, but when you, when someone else tells you something or you get clarity from something else, or it's like, you're like, you know, you tell someone something and then it happens mm-hmm. and you're like, it's just, it makes you feel like, like that's right. I'm that <laughs> witch. Yeah, baby. Like, it's just, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, making music. I make so much music that never sees the light of day. And when I do put out songs, people receive like, you know, they, they either love it or they hate it or whatever it is, but it's just like, you know, it's like anything that I feel like is is so personal to you when, when someone else hears you or fully fucking sees you, that is like such a cool moment. Oh my gosh. It's the best. Yeah. Oh gosh. I, I want to get back and talking about dead hot and your music, but I did have a question for you. Cause I we're on this topic of witchcraft and divination and I feel like it's relevant. Have you ever tried or heard of scrying before? What is scrying? So I feel like you would, if you like working with Ouija boards, I feel like you would really fuck with scrying. I think I you would like it a lot. It. Like the hard the time. I, I just don't remember what it is. So it's, um, you could do it a couple different ways. It's like when you gaze into something and, and look for messages. So like a black, yeah. a black mirror or water or a flame or smoke. It's so crazy. So the witch that I work with, um, this witch called Jay Rose, um, she gave me a candle and and the candle has a mirror in it. And I've mm-hmm. been doing work with the mirror. Um, and, and I look into the mirror. And once I was looking into it and I saw what is supposed to be my soulmate's eyes. And that's the only thing that I saw. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then I've done I've done some candle work where I where I've watched flames and I've seen some fucking weird shit. Like, and I'm just like, I don't know what that means, but like you should definitely go and buy a black mirror. I think you'd really like it because it's just like a reflective surface. Um, you don't even need the, the candle for it or anything to just the mirror. Yeah. And if you really want to just add some extra razzle dazzle in there, if you take some flying ointment, <laughs> use... flying ointment, so flying ointment, you can actually buy it online or from reputable people. It's essentially hallucinogenic um, ointment that you put on yourself that has extracts of um herbs that witches back in the day used to use like belladonna or datura or um nightshade type things or like foxglove but it could be dangerous so you have to get it from somebody who knows how to use it or how to make it properly and so it's safe do you have a plug we could talk offline great sick <laughs> we talk, yeah we'll, we'll talk we'll talk offline um, but uh it doesn't la- i'm gonna be friends after this podcast uh, yeah <laughs> uh 
but yeah, so it's, it's, uh, a lot of people will take flying ointment and then they'll scry and they'll just like look for messages or they'll get visions or see if somebody pops up in the mirror, sometimes deities or spirits themselves, like pop it up in those mirrors. Oh, so cool, man. Mm-hmm. So I think you would really like scrying, um, especially with a mirror. Like that's like the go-to way. But yeah, we can we can talk. <laughs> we can revisit that. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk in private. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so let's let's talk more about Dead Hot. Uh, yeah. So it's coming out on April fourteenth on Tubi. Yeah. But for those who are first hearing about this, um, you know they've never heard of the film. What can people expect when they go to watch it? Um, you know it's. It's really like, I feel like it's like a coming of age movie, to be honest, because it's like, it's definitely not what me and Vanessa had set out to kind of initially be like, we wanted it to be more like, you know, it has a lot of simple life moments, but we wanted it to be like super funny and super raunchy and super, you know, but also dealing with ghosts or like a little bit spooky, but it definitely like, you know, it's, it's such a personal movie to both the, the, like to the both of us that, you know. Within the first, like, I think, like, the first, like, hour of making, you know, when we set out to film, like, my grandma came through. And for me, that is, like, that's something that I've never really spoken about. Like, it's, like, a really heavy thing that happened. And, like, that came through straight away. And I was just kind of like, oh, my God, okay, I'm going to have, like, the crazy thing about working with spirits and, 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 and working in, like, the paranormal world is that, like, you can't hide anything. Like they, they're going to, if they won't come, they're going to come. And like, you don't have secrets, like your secrets will be exposed. So like, you know, doing this on, on such a scale where it's like, not only am I like uncovering a lot of like my personal shit that I've buried for so long, but also doing it on TV, um, was kind of a crazy thing. Um, but you know, the movie itself, like, it's like, I think it's, it's a really nice way for people to to understand witchcraft because as I said like me and Vanessa are both self-taught witches like we literally just spent the pandemic like figuring it out and 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 doing what we felt was right but then you know we went and met with like a proper coven and and other witches and really tried to get a grasp on like witchcraft in general and spirituality in general um but there's like, you know, this and there's lots of terrifying moments in there, you know, you, you've seen it. So it's like you see what happens to me in the bedroom with the hand and like there's there's it's 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 a lot like it's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. It's going to make you jump. It's going to make you, you know, it's going to it's it's going to make you happy because it's it's at the end of the day, it's like a coming in a, of age sisterhood kind of movie, I would say. You know, um, when you had the moment with um, your grandmother, that actually like touched me because one of the first, I don't know, like confirming moments I had in witchcraft, I was trying to reach out to a spirit, not like anybody, not my grandmother or anything, um, but just in general, like a deity, actually, I was trying to reach out to a deity. And in doing that, completely unexpectedly, my grandmother came through. Yeah. And that's when I was like, this shit's real, because I hadn't thought of my grandmother for a very long time yeah. and Mm-mm. I was like oh what are you doing here yeah. um so I was like damn like I I related to that a lot it's crazy because like you know that is something that like I had just put away for so long and it's like you know to the point where it almost just didn't exist to me and and that is so unhealthy and I realize that now um but when she came through I was like what 
and then I was like, you know, it, it's not only am I dealing it with for myself, it's my family that's involved. So it's like, I'm trying to like say a lot, but not say too much because it's like I carry the weight of, you know, it on TV, like on, on, like on TV, but also trying to protect my family at the same time because it's like, you know, it it, it is is such a roar like thing that happened and it's so crazy and it's just like, you know, but in saying that, like you can't hide shit from witchcraft, you can't hide from the nope. spirits, they'll get you. And that's like one of my favorite reasons why I love working with them because it's like, it's, it's so fun and it's, I don't know, I, I never feel scared from it. I mean, I, I did it at definitely in one part of the movie because I've never, have you ever had that happen to you? Oh, had a, had a spirit touch me? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, but it felt like I was burning from the inside out. Like it was, the, I, I, I guess that's the closest I've ever felt to death. Yeah, uh, depending on the aggression or the, you know, the, the spirit itself, it could be pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, it was like, you know, I wish, I wish, that I was calmer when it happened, but I, my body just went into such shock because it felt like it was like literally being roasted from the inside out. And I was like, ah, oh my God, what the fuck? And I think I, because I went up, you know, I went into the room so playfully that I was like, I want to know what's going on. Like, no, 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 no. And it was just like, got you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which spirits will do, you know, they're just like humans. Like they, I mean, they are humans. It's just like, they'll, they'll, they'll fuck with you, you know? And but also when you're working with spirits too, you need to open yourself up. So then you become vulnerable. So when you have moments like that, like them touching you, yeah. it affects you so deeply because you opened yourself up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're yeah. just like, yeah. I mean, I, that was the first time I've ever been touched for sure. Um, and it, it terrified the fuck out of me. And I wish that I was more grounded and I knew how to ground myself better. But in saying that, like, you know, I'm learning like that was the first time something that big has happened to me. It just happened to happen to me on TV. So, You know what though? There'll, there'll be more moments like that in the craft. It's unavoidable. I know. And it's so cool. And I love it when it happens. Like sometimes when I'm lying in my room and like, I know something is in my room. I'm like, who are you? Like, you know, cause you just talk to them. Like they're normal people. And my housemate Amber's like, what are you doing in your room? Doing? <laughs> just wish it. It's fine. I'm like, literally. She's like, she's like, you good? And I was like, yeah, I just felt something in my room. And she's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And it's so cool. Like, she's gotten way more into witchcraft now, too. Obviously, like, living with a witch. Now she's a witch. Nice, so, it's nice. like, you know, we want to spread the witchy word. Because the crazy, like, the most beautiful thing about witchcraft is that the whole thing leads by love. That is, like, that is, like, the underlying value of witchcraft. Yeah. And it's like, you know, for me, that is just, that's, that's what else can you want? Like, I can't wait to like, you know, bring up little witchy kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you and anybody else who's listening, if you ever get into a situation where things feel very um, uneasy, this actually, I saw a snippet of it in the movie. This, so you've seen this in person, um, but doing the LBRP. I'm not sure uh, that was what happened. Danny was doing that before you guys did the Ouija board for the first mm -hmm. time with like the intonations with like the hand movements. The LBRP is crazy effective of clearing out negative spirits. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm writing some stuff down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean, the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram. It's, it, it's like when you do it, it calls on the archangels and like, I'm pagan. I'm, I'm Wiccan doing something in that realm felt odd to me but I was like I'm gonna try it out whatever see what it's all about and the shift of energy from doing this like two minute ritual was literally night and day like I did not expect that 
crazy. Yeah. So if anything ever happens and you're in your room and things just feel bad or off, um, yeah. learning the LBRP, um, it's just, it, it's in a different language. I think it's in Hebrew. So you have yeah. to kind of memorize some of it, but once you get it down pat, like it's, it's amazing. I, cause I, I remember when I asked Danny, cause like, obviously like, you know, in the movie you see me and I'm like, I want to know about Ouija boards and me and Danny bonded straight away. Cause I was like, tell me all about it. <laughs> um, and when she was doing that, I was like, man, like, how am I going to learn this? Like, I don't know. I don't. So thank you for telling me what it is. Cause I never actually asked her what it was. I was just like, oh, and you know, I just go out there and I do my own like cleansing thing. And, and, you know, I feel like, I feel like because I have my grandma around me, I feel extremely protected a lot of the time. And like, she's pretty much the only one that, you know, it's only her uh, and my spirit guides and my deities that come through. And then I get the odd ball, maybe like, like some guy called John or something that bounces through and is just like not making any sense. But most of the time it's just her. I, I had somebody explain to me once when using a Ouija board, if you ever get those messages that are like super illiterate and don't make any sense of what it's spelling out, depending on the spirit that you're talking to, not all of them knew how to read and write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or speak English. Yeah, exactly. And so sometimes yeah. you'll get spirits that are saying things in a completely foreign language and then it's misspelled in said language. So yeah. you're like, I don't know what to say to you. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't understand what you're trying to say because it doesn't make any sense. And then I get frustrated and I'm like, I don't want to be frustrated with you. I'm sorry. I'm just going to let you go. Bye. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> it's so funny though when you're working with like a Ouija board and it just says like, you know, sometimes as I was saying to you, like Diana is so stubborn that when I'm like, I go, really? And she goes, goodbye. And I'm like, so now um, within working with her, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I'm not going to ask her really or second guess her. I just know that she's telling me how it is and I have to trust it. If a deity tells you something, you, you just gotta, gotta take it as it is. You don't, yeah. don't ask questions. Just be like, I know. okay, thank you. <laughs> you sure? You know? <laughs> Literally. It's like the AIM, like goodbye, like the door closing back in the day. Yeah. God, I'm showing my age saying that. <laughs> So in the movie, did anything spooky happen on set that didn't get captured? Oh, yeah. So there was so much shit that happened to us. It was fucking crazy. Like, honestly, like we got an overload. But um, when we were in the in in Iron in the castle, it's like a, I think it was I can't from memory. It was a, um, it was a school for delinquent boys. Um, and we so we go to this this big house that's there and um, or the, this big school that's there. And we go into this room and, and I know that this is in the movie, the devil, when the devil comes through on the, on the thing. Um, and as that came through, just before that came through, I looked, I remember looking over my shoulder because it felt really heavy and really dark. And I remember being like, well, what the fuck is over there? Like, it feels so weird. And then when we watch the cameras back, we see the door open, a shadow figure walks straight past just as I, like, I, so it had walked past and I just looked. I, I, that, that happened. Um, oh, this chandelier when we were in our room started moving and swinging. Um, what else happened? Oh, we set up these bowls, these like little, um, these like little, we were in like a room at, at the school. A lot of, a lot of stuff happened mainly for us in the first um in the first one that we shot like a lot of crazy shit happened in that um and we only I think the reason why a lot of it happened was because we were so innocent we had no idea what we were doing and they were just like oh we're gonna fuck with them 
but we were sitting in this like dormitory and we set up all these like kids toys. So we had like ping pong balls and inside or inside the, around the ping pong balls, I set up all these jacks so that the ping pong ball wouldn't move. And then we leave this room and go into another room. And then when we check the cameras back, you see the ball move out of the jacks, go across the room, come back down and sit next to the jacks. Oh my God. That's awesome. Shoot out from the ball as it's, as it's moving. Oh, I love, I love this. I love hearing stuff like this. And then also, so we get a photo with the guy who, um, looks uh works with the school and in the photo it's me Vanessa him and this other guy that um that we did some um he was kind of telling us a little bit about like what he does when he goes ghost hunting and then next to him is in is a huge orb it looks like a person standing there in this photo like just crazy stuff like that like it's like you can't like when you make this shit up you can't make this shit up and it's just like I feel like a lot of the time, like when we were at the house, um, you know, we were in a, in a, in a stable and like at night, like me and Vanessa would be like downstairs, like hanging out. And then we would just look at each other and be like, okay, it's time to go upstairs. Like you just, it's, it's, it's so crazy. Cause a lot of it is feeling and, you know, definitely the craziest thing that happened um, in the house uh, when we were shooting the movie, like uh, in the house that we were doing the ghost hunt at was, you know, one, the thing that touched me. And then two, when the Ouija board kept calling me mom. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, and it was like M-U-M, M-U-M, M-U-M. And it was like, that That stuff to me is just like, I, I, I don't, at the time you don't make sense of it, but like, I don't know, I, I don't know. Like, it's just like when things like that happen, like you can't, you just can't make shit like that up. And it's, I don't know, I, I feel like I need to do another ghost hunt soon because like my, I, I need to have, like submerge myself in that shit more. Like I've just been doing witchcraft at home and that's why like, you know, I'm ready to like, I don't know, it's so addictive. I did a ghost hunt a couple months ago with a friend of mine um, who was also a witch and he had told me that sometimes, and this might explain why you had more experiences the, when you were first uh, at the dormitory, because that's where you said you had the most right yeah 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 yeah. versus like once you got a little bit more submerged and doing more witchcraft and opening yourself up more um because of like a little bit of a time difference he said that sometimes spears will actually hide from witches because they know that like the witches can come fuck them up and um i was like really that's interesting and so him and i went on a ghost tour to this like super super haunted movie theater that was over here that like they've done a bunch of tours before and they the guy was like yeah we almost always see something like there's all these ghosts around, blah, blah, blah. And so we were like, hell yeah, let's do it. We're like, we're so excited. And so we get split up in this group and we're in this group and like barely anything's happening. And they have, um, I don't remember what it's called, but you guys had one. It's that thing, like the light, it lights up if like something comes near it. It's, is it like the, um, the, where, where it's like heat or it's like, if, um, fuck, what's that called? It's like a, it's not an EMF redux. That's, that's not the that's EMF that. and it's not the spirit box. It's something. I know what um, you're talking about. Um, the the um, Rimrod, Ramrod, Rimrod. Um, yeah, yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. So, so I for people, swear I know my shit. <laughs> so for people who don't know, it's like this antenna-looking thing, and you like set it down on the ground, and it lights up if something comes near it. So we had one of those that went off like one time for like the three hours that we were there. And so we had um, a spirit box. And so for people who don't know, that's a thing you can use um, where ghosts can communicate to you. The radio frequency. Exactly. And um, the one that this guy had, he also had like an app and it would decode the messages and like keep track of all the words that were being said. 
And so we were just called like a REM pod. Sorry, there I we go. get it. It's there called REM pod. I was like, I'm like a rim rod, a rim rod. I'm like, where I know. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, yeah. So he was keeping track of all the words that were being said. And at one point I asked a question and I was like, is there a reason you're on interacting with us? Like, do you want us to leave? Like, why aren't you talking with us? And the fucking thing goes pagan. <laughs> my friend and I looked at each other because like obviously the people in the group we were with like they had no idea we were witches oh and God. everybody's like what do you think that means and my friend and I were like oh shit we're like, no. we're like oh fuck we're the reason the ghost isn't coming here Oh, I love it. I oh, love God. it so much. I was like, okay, well, that was uh, that was the confirmation I needed that there is something around here, but they don't want to show up because we're here. See, that's like, like it's it's also like you know, me and my girlfriend, we always joke about it because it's like the beauty of like sometimes the 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 con of being a witch is that you're so in tap, you're so in tune that I think you're 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 more sensitive to a lot of stuff. You know, like me and my girlfriend always say like, oh, the perks of being a witch, like when something bad happens, we already knew it was going to happen. You know, um, I think I'm explaining it wrong, but like, I'm trying to think of it. No, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like, you just, you just know. You just know. And it's also like, I feel like you feel, I don't know. I feel energy so heavy. And it's like, I think that that is something that I'm sometimes I'm like, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to like. No. So the LBRP comes in handy. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you for telling me that. And also getting my period every single, like, full moon is so irritating. Not me currently. <laughs> oh, my God, is on clock. And I'm like, here it comes, you know? And then I'm like, why am I so hungry? And then I'm like, oh, God, because it's a full moon is about to come. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, my life right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> I understand. Oh my gosh. I, I love talking with other witches about witchcraft because just get when you start going on and on and on talking about this, like you just sometimes get into this mode where you're just so excited to talk about everything and it just makes it like so awesome. <laughs> like, like just so like giddy of like, oh, like I love the craft. And um, we're just like talking to each other and we're just like smiling the entire time. Yeah. It's so crazy because it's like such a, I feel like it's such a thing that people are like, ooh, witches or whatever it is. But when you talk to another witch, it's like, you get it. And it's like, I don't even need to yeah, say yeah. about these things. And I'm like, you feel it. Like, it's just, I don't know. It, it is the coolest thing that I've ever found myself getting attached to. Same. Yeah. Like, you know, I think this is my spirituality as well. And I found like the one thing that just brings me complete joy. And like, I just feel so spiritually fulfilled in this. Yeah. And, um, I feel very lucky that I found something that I'm able to have that with. Same, same. Honestly, like, I I don't know what I would do if I didn't have it, like now. You know, I, I know I know what it feels like to not have it. And now that I've got it, I never, like, it's, ne it's never going anywhere. And, and the, the crazy thing is, is I'm so excited by it. Because all I know is, is that I'm going to get more powerful. I'm going to learn more and I'm going to tap in more. And, like, that is, like, such a big driving force. Absolutely. The coolest thing is, is that it's for me. It's the one thing that like is mine. And, and I love to share it with my friends, but at the end of the day, like it is mine. It is for me. Like, yeah. you know, everything that I feel it's not to like, yeah, as we were saying, like, it's so good when someone else tells you and you feel seen by them. But at the end of the day, like all the, 
all that I do it for is myself. And then, you know, I love to do things for other people and, you know, but it's just like, it's such a nice thing to be able to give back to myself. The cool thing about witchcraft too, is like, no matter how much you learn or how many books you read or how many rituals you do, you're always a seeker. There's always going to be something more to learn. There's always going to be another unexpected experience or some crazy shit that tops the last crazy thing that happens. And it's, it's looking forward to that next thing. It's indescribable. It's fully addictive. And it's also like, I feel like because it is something that hasn't really been spoken about much, you know, when you find other witches, it's it's so cool to talk about. And so I love learning, you know, I ask so many questions, because it's like, there's so many different ways that you can approach it. And so many different ways, you know, so many different things that you can learn and so many different avenues and so many different types of witchcraft, like it's fucking crazy, you know, um, and you're forever evolving. And I think as you know, someone that's starting out and someone that's learning and someone that's like only been diving into this for like three years, it's so cool to just I don't know, link up with witches and talk shit. Oh, that's my favorite pastime. Yeah. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, I think I think there it's so cool because it's like I think people see witchcraft as such like a ooh, it's it's dark and it's scary, but like witchcraft is love, baby. That's what it is. They either see it as dark and scary or they think that you're just like role playing Harry Potter no. or something. No. Oh it's God. not that. When people ask me Harry Potter references and I'm like it has nothing to do with Harry Potter and that like, I almost get like a little bit angry inside and I'm like, don't worry. They're just ignorant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially, you know, as I mentioned, like this is my, my religion as well. And yeah. telling people that I'm involved in this and they kind of look at me like, Oh, you know, that's weird or whatever. And it's like, well, I'm not sitting here talking shit about, you know, your sky God and like yeah. your, your, the, your way of believing. Like I think everybody's path is their own. I'm very happy yeah. I found what makes me spiritually fulfilled, but yeah, kind of getting that prejudice or uh, discrimination from other people. I'm like, I'm not making fun of your religion. Why are you making fun of mine? Yeah. I also feel like I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm so unique and so fucking cool. And like, you know, like, I think that that's something that witchcraft really gave me power in the fact that like, what I found is like, so I don't know, it's it's you witchcraft is unique. Like, there's not there's not I, I mean, I I'm yet to know, but I feel like, you know, with with a lot of religions and things like that like they're everywhere witchcraft is 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 it's sacred and there's something so beautiful about that we are the weirdos mister fuck yeah we are we fucking- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well Gigi, thank you so much for coming on the show it has been so fun talking to you and I don't know. For those interested, please, please watch Dead Hot. It's going to be streaming on Tubi on April 14th. Definitely check it out. Gigi, how can the listeners find you on social media following this episode? My my handle for everything is just G, the letter G, the letter G, M-A-G-R-A-E, Gigi McGree. It's everyone. That's, that's it across the board. Awesome. And I will put all of that in the bio for this episode. Um, if anybody is interested in getting in contact with me, you could do so on Twitter at Seek Witchcraft, Instagram at Seeking Witchcraft, Facebook at Seeking Witchcraft Podcast. I also have a Facebook group for those who want to talk about any of the episodes or just share memes called Which is Seeking Witchcraft. And I have a Patreon, which um, if you want to su- subscribe and support the show, it's patreon.com slash Seeking Witchcraft. So thank you again, Gigi, so much for coming on. Hey. Loved, loved, loved talking with you. And definitely check out Dead Hot if you have not already or if, if it hasn't come out yet. But if it has come out and you're listening to this after the 14th, watch it. Hell yeah. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.